welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Wow, exciting day. The shirt, new sh one of the new shirts is here. Teespring, if you haven't already checked them out down below, the links are down there for the Teespring store. I've gone on and done all the new logos. Uh, it's basically the same as from our fishing team ones, but you know, I've updated it for the channel. Try to get a little bit better, a little bit more professional, I guess. And I think it's come up really nice. It's a really nice, comfy shirt. That's the full, full size logo one. You've got normal shirts and stuff with the logo on there and all the hoodies and everything else to choose from if you're into it. Uh, definitely go check it out. It will help support the channel, so it's pretty cool. Um, I've got some, I've got to try the stickers out as well. So I've got some stickers, which are cool. I'll probably keep one of them for the giveaway because I'm going to try and do a giveaway for September, not for August because it's pretty much half over. But I'm going to work out something for September for the giveaway. So coffee mugs, all that stuff over on there and working on new stuff all the time. And there's a heap of prints on there as well and I've updated and put some new prints on there as well. So if you want to get one of uh, nice photos, uh, definitely on there. And if there's any from any videos that I've done that I haven't put up there as a print and you and it's probably the easiest way for me to do it at the moment. Website's up, I've got a down the road, I'm gonna definitely look at uh, being able to do it separately away from Teespring, uh, my stuff. So, but at the moment, it's probably the easiest for me because we're so small. But if you're after a certain print, let me know because I can just go and add it onto Teespring. It doesn't take too much to add it on there and then you can just order it and you're away and you know it's gonna to come to you. So, what's happening in that space? I uh, hope you like it. Uh, I reckon this looks pretty cool, um, very, this definitely stands out, which I thought would be good for the another day, another vlog um, thing. And yeah, some there's stickers and stuff over there, something little if you just want to put something on your laptop or anything like that on your computer, definitely go check it out. Coffee mugs for your Legion Energy. That's always good. You can go get those as well. And they're all up. Everything's updated with the new logos. So I thought it was a good chance to just give you a bit of a refresh and let you know what's happening on the store on the merch side as well so again that all helps me get stuff uh, so i can actually test stuff and do stuff get lenses and bits and pieces for the cameras to test them out and to get better photos for you guys as well for the shoots so that's always cool so yeah pretty excited about that pretty stoked and i do appreciate any support that you do give towards the channel um, i've had a few people uh, order the legion energy stuff so that's awesome so that comes back uh, i just get a, a little little kickback on that so that's all good all the affiliate links down below uh for gear and stuff as always like every channel is down below you can go check it out and i do appreciate it if you do thanks for doing that while you're down below smash that subscribe hit the bell and you'll be updated every time i pump one of these bad boys out to you so yeah pretty cool that's the fun stuff out of the way and i would want a huge shout out to uh all the guys listening over on the podcast, um, that's going really, really well. And what I mentioned podcast is, I've got this, I don't know if you can see it, but uh, my this rocked up today from Rode. So Rode does microphones. Um, I went in their podcast competition. Obviously, I didn't win, <laughs> which is, uh, but it's the first time I've done it. Um, I was pretty excited. It was sort of a bit of an overview of, of the channel. It's basically another day, another vlog, but just a, a voice version. 
Uh, so I'll try to get it out to you guys. And so if you're going for a run and you don't have time to jump onto YouTube or, or not on YouTube and you're into and you're doing a lot of listening to podcasts and it's a bit easier for you on the train, going to work, on the bus, uh, definitely a way to catch up on the latest news, tech, all that sort of stuff that we do on another day, another vlog. So I do appreciate those guys over there. That's awesome. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, it's pretty cool to to do that. It's it's pretty easy for me to swap it over and do it. Um, so that's it's definitely not hard. So if it is uh, making it easy for uh, people to come and see the channel or listen to the channel, well then that's awesome, and I'm pretty stoked with that. So definitely go check out the podcast. I think we're on about um, it's through Anchor, which are really really good. Uh, it's really well done. And I think they spread it out to about six or seven, Spotify, Apple. It's on all the major ones. I think there's six or seven. So there's plenty of options there. Just go check it out. It's 34, the media, and you'll see it another day, another pod. So instead of another day, another vlog, it's another day, another pod. Very, very simple, I thought. Anyway, I <laughs> um, hope you've all had a good day. I'm obviously back home. I got to see my little buddy Jack, which is just amazing. Uh, the smile on his face whenever I get to see him at the airport. Um, if you're a parent and you work away and you get to see your, your kids for the first time, that's a pretty special feeling. And I'm sure most of you understand what I'm saying. Um, if you haven't, if you're just an uncle or auntie like I used to be, uh, it's it's always good when you see your nieces and nephews and stuff when you go to visit them that that same feeling well we get that sort of when I come home from work and it's pretty darn special I get to play with him all day today so very very cool slip out here while he's having a nap which is also awesome and catch up with you guys so another good good thing of the day now a bit happening uh, so I'm gonna get straight into the news after all that I think I've covered everything else on that yeah. Cool bananas. Rightio, so Apple, some good news from Apple. They've copped a bit of flack. Uh, well, they haven't copped a bit. They've always cop got smashed a fair bit for their repair system. Basically, third-party vendors couldn't buy Apple products to put a new screen on your phone, uh, whatever. You Basically, if you wanted to get it fixed with genuine parts, uh, you'd have to take it to Apple and, you know, A, you, you got to pay the exorbitant prices, which we already do for the gear. Um, but they're generally pretty good in that regard, so I do have to give them that. So I, I can't really smash them personally from that. I've, I've had some really good experiences with them. Um, but they are spreading out. Um, they're, they're helping out. They're basically going to be from this week onwards, I think it is, uh, supplying genuine parts to third-party suppliers. So those guys that do your screens and all that sort of stuff, they're now going to be actually able to buy genuine Apple parts, install them straight onto your phone, your iPad, your laptop, do all that, fix it for you, and you will be covered. They're also going to be able to be, they're also going to be supplying training for those people so they do it right, which is really good too. So uh, if you're a third-party vendor, uh, a little small business uh, or you're a, a teenage kid and you're looking for a business and you're into tech and you want to find a way to make some money on the side, well, hey, you're home. This is a good chance to maybe start a business, work it out, sit down with mum and dad and say, look, I want to do this. I want to fix, start a business and fix phones and stuff on the side. It could be a way to earn some great pocket money to pay for games or whatever else 
but also once you get that business set up, you should be able to go and get those genuine parts and I think that's awesome. Great to see Apple do that. Now, on the flip side of that, Apple and Epic Games is getting ramped up. Uh, we talked, I think it was yesterday, about Apple and Epic Games and also Google, might have been the day before. Um, Epic's suing Apple and Google. They take a 30% cut, I think Apple does, at least I know they do, for all the apps on the store. So if you paid $2, um, you're getting, say, 60 cents of that is going to Apple. The other $1.40 goes to the developer. So Epic's not is fighting back against this. There's It's long been sort of held that that's too much for the to be taken off the developers, that Apple shouldn't be getting this much. They've obviously got a lot of cash. Um, whether that's right or wrong, I guess it's definitely uh, each person's perception and where you stand. I guess Apple has designed the system and built it all. How can you sort of say that what they're asking is too much? I mean, it's, you're getting access to the biggest app store on the planet, uh, a ton of users, the dedicated users that are willing to pay. So it's a fantastic system to be holding, uh, to be part of, sorry. So it's, I guess it's a it's a tricky one and it's very sort of hard to, I guess, work it out. Obviously, on the desktop PC and, and the Windows side, a lot of things are a lot cheaper and freer, uh, but it, you also have a lot of problems that Apple resolves and fix and you've got the Apple operating system as well to weed out 90% of your other issues. So I guess it's a tricky one and it's hard to be there. Um, it's obviously ramped up because... Um, Basically, all the developer tools which Epic had um, for its Unreal Engine and everything like that have been taken off them by Apple. Uh, so that's basically, they can't do any updates. They can't do any repairs to any of the apps. So if you've currently got, uh, say, Fortnite on your phone and it, there's a glitch in there, you're going to have that glitch until this lawsuit and whatever is resolved because Epic now has zero access to go in and do updates or fixes or repairs on anything in this on their app, so huge. Uh, Apple's not not uh, taking this standing down. Definitely, you know, as we said the other day, it's not going to be the last we hear of this, and it's getting bigger and worse. So a bit of a shame. Um, obviously, hopefully they can come to some sort of resolution reasonably quick. Um, Epic is a massive, massive gaming company. Uh, they've got a lot of support from their gamers. Obviously, with Fortnite, that's huge, but they also the Unreal Engine is in a lot of other games, so this is going to affect a lot of different games. So we'll uh, keep you updated, but yes, I can't imagine this is going to go away too quickly. Now, some good news uh, for us M-Series owners. Uh, we've talked about new, new cameras, two new cameras, possibly a new M50 and a possibly... Uh, M7, uh, which could be like an upper tier, get rid of the talking about getting rid of the DSLR version APS-C, which is the 7D. That rumor is that that will disappear and it will get a new top tier mirrorless to take over that, and that's possibly the M7. So Canon over on Canon Rumors, they've got speak specs leaked for speaks specs leaked for a. EOS M camera. Now it's not defined whether it's an M50 or this 
top tier one, which we're rumoured to be getting this year or at least announced. Um, <clears throat> but the specs are pretty cool. Um, we'll, I'll give you the specs and then we'll have a quick chat about them. 32 megapixel uh, IBIS, dual pixel autofocus 2, Digic, uh, it's got a new Digic uh, processor, uh, EVF, which is pretty much stand on that, but we'll talk a little bit more of that. Dual SD cards, 12 frames per second shooting on the camera side, so that's good. Big one, 460, 4K, 60 frames per second, no crop. 1080, 120 frames per second, and C-Log. Um, Radios, there's some pretty fantastic specs. Uh, obviously, a huge jump up from an M50 currently. The 32 megapixel sensor will be, I think that's pretty much the M62 that's currently out now. So that's a great little sensor. That, that that's really really good. That a that's going to be good for photography, um, video wise. I don't think it's it's not too big that it's going to affect it, but I think it'll be a really it's a really good sensor from all reports. IBIS, I think we all were sort of anticipating that after the R5 and 6. Uh, I don't think Canon was going to not do it. I think it'd be crazy if it, uh, whatever this camera is. I think I've got a funny feeling this is going to be the top tier one. I don't think this is the M50. Um, dual pixel autofocus 2, that's, yep, look, fantastic. That's really, really good. Hopefully that is in the 120 frames a second as well as the 4K60, definitely needs to be in that. But in the 120 frame at 1080, hopefully that dual, that autofocus is in that because that will be really, really good. Digic new processor, well, the, currently the current one, latest one is the X uh, or 10 or whatever you call it. Uh, I'm assuming it's gonna be that or unless they've got a new one. So that's pretty cool. EVF, this is the tricky part where it's, I guess hard to to sort of gives you steers you in a little bit of a wrong direction. Now EVF, the only one that doesn't in the M range that doesn't come out is the M6. Now that has no EVF on it, but you can attach a separate EVF. So when it says EVF, I'm assuming okay, is that reading into the in between the lines? Is that mean that it's going to be built in? So it's going to be something like the M50 or it's gonna be a separate one like the M6 and they're gonna get go away from this style and you have to buy the EVF as a separate unit if you want to use it. Um, depending on what level it is and what, what camera it is, I guess is the difference. I think on the M50, uh, it's a definitely a hybrid camera. I think they're crazy if they don't have the EVF built in. So in that regards, that would be sort of accurate. That could be possibly an M50, but it's an insane M50. Um, if it if it's a separate item, well, that might be this new flagship one where they're going to try and I guess make as much money out of it as possible by putting that as an extra item, but making it a, an amazing EVF, like a two or three million pixel EVF OLED or something like that. So that's a that's a pretty interesting part of those specs. So be still leaves a lot to sort of um, uh, interpret, I guess, out of it. Dual SD cards, look, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, great to have them. But I still think, personally, uh, having a 
Thunderbolt port or at least a USB-C port where I can record directly to an SSD and mount it straight on top of my cage. Like the Blackmagic, like a lot of the newer cameras that are coming out, if you're going to have video or even photography, there's so many amazing SSDs out there now. I don't know why we're still worrying about It's great to have a car to be, as a backup, but I'd like to be able to plug straight in and put the SSD straight on here and get a terabyte of storage and just go and go crazy. And then maybe just JPEG straight to the SD card for that backup backup. So I think that's a way forward um, at dual SD cards. Yep, yeah, look, it's... It's been that way for a while. The dual SD cards was sort of the thing, um, but SSDs were a lot more expensive. Now they've come down from price. And just uh, yesterday, I think Blunty uh, over on his channel did a release for, oh, I can't remember who it was, but one, a gaming SSD. So it's a brand new SSD using the new 3.0 PCI NVMe protocols. And that's two gig a second for SSD and it's it's 500 bucks for one terabyte uh, but like that's insane speeds and it's tiny and you can easily mount that onto your camera onto your cage uh, so and you've got the Samsung and the WD are both tiny and both really really good so I think that's a better way to go for it uh, 12 frames a second that's sort of that's good because it's Still highlighting the fact that this is definitely going to be a hybrid camera. You're not going to put 12 frames a second into a video-centric camera. You're going to have a... You wouldn't even worry about pushing it that far. You'd probably go, oh, we'll just throw 10 at it or 8 at it. Currently, a lot of them are about 4 or 5. I don't think the new Sony one has even got a really high frame rate. It's only the R5 and R6 that have those high frame rates. But they're definitely a hybrid camera. So that's really good that it's definitely going to be something there for both video and photographers and obviously that sensor as well 32 megapixel at an APS-C size is amazing and that's going to give a hell of a lot more detail so very very cool 4k 60 no crop yes uh, very cool um, I look as amazing as it is it's still a hell of a lot of data you've got to store if you're doing a lot of videos I think I'd probably, the way I do it, if I can get that with no crop, that would be amazing. Um, I'd definitely use it. I would think I'd use it for my videos. And for the daily vlog, I think I'd still keep it at 1080 and just upscale it to 4K. Uh, but look, if it's going to be no crop, that's going to be a huge seller for it. Very, very cool. And the 1080 at 120 frames, again, that's that just sells. That's going to sell like hotcakes, whatever it is. Uh, depending obviously on the price and how they're going to look at it in that regards. 120 frames, look, they've listened to a lot of people. They've obviously read a lot of the the uh, online chatter about this uh, series of cameras and how what people want. So it sounds like they've uh, they've hit the market on the head. And then C-Log, uh, given those video people guys and, and myself a chance to go in and and get good quality video and give it that good colors and, and make sure that we're putting out a high quality product with without breaking the bank. Um, that's that's a great start. C-Log's awesome. That's a good start. It's a good learning point. So once you can do that, I guess once you progress up to a full frame and into the R series, uh, well then you can go into C-Log two and three and you already sort of have some basic knowledge of how to do that color, uh, color coding for your film. So that's really, really good. 
Look, I, I, I said, I think I've got a funny feeling these specs are going to be for the top range one, whatever it's going to be, M7 or whatever they're going to call it. Um, there's no mention of weather sealing, which I think's a must to improve on that. Uh, is definitely something. The new lenses coming out, we know about that. So they will definitely take advantage of all these features. Um, but yeah, I think the M50, what you're going to do is maybe get that 4K no crop. I don't know if you're going to get the increased megapixels. That's where I think it might be a different one. Um, I think they may even keep... Uh, they might give you a new processor and I think they may in the M, new M50 they'll probably just keep one SD card uh, and they may not do the 120 frames a second they might just go uh, the 100 frames a second like they currently have I think it's 100 frames yeah I think it's 100 frames at the moment and no C-log so that's what I think is going to be the difference currently as it is um, I, I think this will be the premium one. Hopefully, maybe it'll even a little bit more on top of that once it gets closer. So yeah, very exciting. Anyway, good to see we're starting to get a little bit back and with those little dribs and drabs to keep us hungry. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there keen to get on this. It's the biggest selling uh, mirrorless camera in the world, as far as I know. Uh, that that M series range is definitely like the big one. So it's great to see Canon really sinking some money into that and giving something to us so that we can enjoy it because it, I think it's a great format. Um, and especially after using the big boy and, and using that, even though it's an older model, having something so small and tiny that can put out such good quality is pretty amazing. Rightio, uh, Adobe has, speaking of the big girls and, and the Canons and the R5s and 6s, uh, Adobe has added support for the R5, R6 and all those new lenses. So those big 600s, the new extenders and all that. Well, as of today, if you haven't already and, you, and you're looking at buying one of those cameras or, or using the data off them, well, then you can go down and upgrade your software for the Adobe suite and they will then let you get it for Lightroom, Photoshop and all the other stuff in the Adobe platform. So that's cool. That's all done. I know there's a few people waiting for that. Uh, it was a bit of a struggle to get photos out and there's a bit of a had to mess around a bit to get stuff done but that's now should be all sweet and tickety-boo. So very, very cool. While we're on Adobe, uh, big fan of Adobe. I think actually they do a really good product and they do everything. So you've, you've got a one-stop shop, so it's pretty cool. Now, we've had a lot of online events this year. <clears throat> uh, Adobe normally does an annual event, um, but it's obviously a show where you get to turn up, you've got to pay, you get to see presenters, some great people, teach you stuff, show you the new stuff, all that sort of gibber-gabber. Well, the Adobe Max 2020 uh, is live now for registration and it's free. You get, you're going to get access to 250 speakers, uh, talking about obviously everything Adobe, photography, design, um, After Effects, movie, video, Anything and everything that Adobe does, and they do so much, uh, is going to be, you're going to get some tips and tools in there, which is going to be amazing. So it's from October 19th to 21st. Uh, you need to go and register. Obviously, you get the email. It's going to be live online chats. I'm not sure if it's, I haven't gone and done it myself. I wanted to uh, just get this out first. I'm going to check it out this week and register myself. You're going to, 
see some new, you'll see the new gear and new stuff that they're gonna be bringing out. You'll also be able to get some awesome tips and tricks from guys that are like masters of their craft, um, all the way up to film, photography, and all those design aspects. Uh, I think this is a really good, fantastic that Adobe's made it free and they're getting all their people that want to be part of their uh, organization, give them access to this. I think that's a great thing from a business perspective. Very, very cool. And yeah, definitely go check that out if you're in the creative realm. And then last but not least, the global camera market share figures come out. Uh, over in Canon Rumors was reading this. Top three, pretty much normal. Canon is number one at 45%. Big change, but from uh, second place to third place, Nikon has dropped. Uh, Nikon has dropped down to 18.6%, and Sony has jumped from third spot up into second at 20% market share. So that A7S III has done no harm to Sony's uh, fortunes. Uh, good on them. Uh, Nikon... Obviously, we've seen a lot of chatter in the last six six months at least about Nikon struggles. Um, the Z6 and Z5, and the Z50 was a really good camera. The Z6 and 5 never really got too much excitement about them. Um, they're going to need to really step up their game in the next six to 12 months and to fight back and come back at this. It's a, if they want to survive, it's a tough, tough market. Uh, especially at the moment, it's really, really tricky. So huge, huge news for Sony. I'm, I'm sure they're going to be wrapped. Uh, I'm sure their shareholders are going to be pretty stoked about it as well, as well as the fact that PlayStation 5 is going bananas and gaming in general is going bananas. They're making a mozza there. They also have increased their share of that camera market, so they'd be pretty excited. And they they probably deserve it, I think. Um, the A7R4 and other cameras have done... A lot of people have swapped over to them and speak really highly about them. You can see them on most channels. Uh, Sony has become a bit of a norm for video and the A7S III has by no means dropped that off. It has pretty much put them to the forefront because it come out and basically smacked the ass off Canon as well. So with their issues they have, Canon I think still get the photography side sort of done. So that hybrid photography and video I think Canon's got that bit covered, but on the video side, you have to definitely say that Sony is the number one. Rightio, well, that's it for another day. I'll see you all again tomorrow. Stay safe, stay happy, and thanks for stopping by. Don't forget, want one of these awesome 34 Media shirts, go over and check out Teespring, hook us up, grab yourself a sticker for the laptop. That'd be pretty cool. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Whether you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you soon. Peace.